this is Susanna Rantanen and welcome back to Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. This is episode number 44. So last week I addressed a concern for your career site. Does your career site work for you to generate your business talent leads or is it just a stale shop window? Solving employer branding and recruitment success-related issues here at Employee Experience Agency Eminence since 2012 as a consultant, but really since 2002 when I started my career as in-house HR and recruiter for a growth company. So obviously a lot has happened between then and now in this operating environment around all of us. But what has not changed is in fact the fact, is in fact the fact that your talent audiences, they do want to know about your business as a potential place of work before they make any decisions about you. And in fact, this particular fact has only increased through these years when information has been freely flowing on the internet and on social media by all of us because of the massively and this exponentially, exponentially, that's a difficult word to say. So what I want to say is that this massive expanded transparency to information, uh, uh, your talent audience is actually want even more and they are not politely asking only you know to settle with it if you don't offer it if you don't offer it and they can't find it they move along so today in a modern society organizations that are hiring educated talents so you you know talents can be juniors seniors or something in, in between but essentially we are hiring educated talents because you know the robots and technology is taking over other kinds of labor so essentially your talent audiences have questions they have questions they need answers before they make up their mind and if that information is not available by your business by your people they will take other people's answers And other people's answers are based on those other people's experiences, those other people's opinions, those other people's views. And then these people, these talent audiences of yours, they will make up their mind. And furthermore, if they don't get answers they look for fast enough, they might just take the other option. What I want to tell you is that a business An organization who still today thinks that they have the upper hand in hiring is simply just being delirious. The more you expect from your talent audience profiles, the more you like expect top talents to, to hire for your open vacancies, the more top talents you expect to woo and win, the less upper hand your business has. But you could. It just doesn't come given and granted anymore. 
In this week's Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I want to talk to you about some of the typical questions your talent audiences have in mind and what your career site should tend to when people visit your career site. Uh, they have these questions on their minds, they're looking for answers, and your career site ideally responds to these questions. The thing here is that Still today, I find an average employer believing that this is not important. We'll fix it tomorrow or we'll fix it from next year's budget or let's let the marketing team take care of this. Or, hey, our website was just renewed last year. It looks fresh. It looks pretty. Must be enough. Well, is it enough? What does your data tell you? Could your business have a better success with hiring? Or are you acing it as it is? No longer, if ever, we live in an isolation from our competitors. So we both know how easy it is for you and I and for every single person in our talent audiences to search for, to ask for more information on social media, uh, Google for it, go to glass doors and, 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 and websites like that to figure out what other people say about your company as a potential place of work. And all of those competitors of yours, they might be prioritizing their career sites and their talent marketing messages. And if they deliver the right answers, the, the captivating answers on a silver platter to your ideal talent, do you think that your ideal talent is going to come back and wait for your answers? Or do you think that probably a competitor is going to win them over and then your chance might come sometime a couple of years from now, if ever? The competition is getting tougher. And the way the consumer behavior has changed is, is that we want answers now. So when we look for the answer and we're ready to make decision about something, we need to know now. We're not going to wait for another week or we're not going to wait until Monday or we're not going to wait another month or next year. Who serves our curiosity first? Who answers our questions first? Who gives us an easy plan forward to a new place of work? That company is going to win the talent. So your business doesn't have time. You do not have time to wait until Monday or next month or next year. If your business has challenges with winning your ideal talents over and over again, this is a priority. You must action on it today. Building awareness and growing that interest towards your organization, it takes time. It's not something that you do today, you fix it today, and then tomorrow, problem solved. If you work in recruitment, you know how that goes. The sooner you get the word across that you're hiring, the more time you have for getting attention. And those applications require attention. So if you think you can postpone publishing a job ad until Monday, you just made a decision to lose at least two days worth of visibility to your vacancy. I bet your competitor did not waste that time and your ideal applicants probably sent their resumes to those vacancies over the weekend that you lost. I want to help you to make a case to your boss or to your internal hiring manager customer about the importance to get your talent marketing in order and on your career site. 
Now, let's talk about the career side. Most career sites are, in fact, literally a listing page, like a listing of open jobs that are being shadowed, technically shadowed from your application management tracking system. So I know you think that I'm nitpicking, but I'm doing it intentionally to really draw attention to the difference between a actual career site targeted to active job seekers and a career site taking into account also your passive talent audiences. Uh, we use this term career site for open jobs listing pages that are being shadowed from your application management tracking system. This is not a career site. This is nothing really more than a recruitment page if it would have a nice header photo or maybe a few paragraphs of text before those listings. So that is not a career site. That is a open jobs listing targeted to an active job seeker. So you want to separate the difference between a career site that is targeted to passive talent audiences and a open jobs listing page that is targeted for active job seekers who are ready to send their resume today if they just find the interesting vacancy. I also want to emphasize that this is not to make you feel like your business has made wrong choices. This is to explain expand your thinking and give you the opportunity to make sure that you are with a right strategy on your career site. If you or your business never thought about this division between active job seekers and passive job seekers, these differences, understanding this difference might actually be like a, a paradigm shift to your talent marketing success. So let's first talk about a career site targeted to active job seekers. This is the most typical type of career site. And as said, it's really not a career site. It's more like a recruitment page. And most often, a large chunk of this page is technically being shadowed from your applicant, tra um, applicant tracking management system, your recruitment system. And technically, it is not on your website at all, so you don't get analytics about it. So primary attention on a recruitment page is obviously at open jobs. Uh, when a person is actively looking for a job, they are looking to find whether, where's your listing page? Where are your open jobs? And this takes the site visitor to the open jobs page and uh, uh, it's important that you understand that you are losing a lot of um, marketing opportunity if you're only shadowing this listing page from your application tracking system because you don't actually have any visibility what those people are doing on the page, how much time they spend, what makes them to leave the page, uh, what are they looking for exactly, are they seeming to find what they look for and so on. So only thing you're able to know from this kind of a shadow page is the number of applications that was left in your system. And because of this lack of visibility uh, into the your open job site performance, your eyes are blindfolded. And you, you could know a lot more that you could actually use to your own advantage in your talent marketing. So 
Imagine if you knew better what's holding people back from leaving those applications. You'd be surprised to learn how often it's actually not about that your business may not be attractive, it's because they can't find what they're looking for or your system is technically making it hard or unpleasing for them to leave that application. So obviously this is important information for you to know, isn't it? Because if you knew that your business is not attractive, you would do employer branding or other talent marketing tactics to fix it. But what if you're doing what if you're spending a lot of money on employer branding and you're still not getting applications and all along you don't know that it's a tech, technical thing that it's is is actually the problem. So it's important to figure this out. So when we talk about our primary target audience uh, being currently active job seekers, they are looking for a solution to their career problem that exists right now or in a very near future. So uh, they, for reason or another, they're looking for a vacancy suitable, interesting, appealing enough that they could apply for or apply to. Either they, you know, are graduating or they're just fed up in their new, uh, in their current role or they're moving or, or th there's different reasons why people uh, become active job seekers. But uh, the activity as a, um, the activity means that they want to fix it now. It, there's, there's this sense of urgency also for them. This means that the information that they're looking for on your career site or your recruitment pages uh, or and also usually in this order number one does this company even have anything interesting open for me right now and what are those roles when are the deadlines for the applications how can I apply for these vacancies? Do I send my LinkedIn uh, profile? Do I send a traditional CV as a Word document? Do I type it in in the system or do I send it on email? What do I, how, how do I actually apply for, the, for a job at this company? How does the process go once I have left my application? If I want to know more about this role, who can I ask for? Who can I ask for about this process, about this company as a place of work? Who can I talk about the technicalities of this job? What do they offer me? Is it more interesting or less interesting? Or is it more relevant or not relevant to me at all than whatever the other potential option or the other job that I already applied for or that I'm planning to apply for is offering? So this is also important to understand that your job applicants are making decisions. They don't have, they probably don't have time to invest in applying to every single interesting job that there is. So they're going to prioritize which is the first one, which is the second one. And then when the time runs out, then, you know, they don't apply to the remaining anymore. So you are being measured against other options. They also want to know who else works here. Can I find names? Can I find faces? If I Google a bit, what do I find about these people on social media? Uh, if I want to take a better look, who is the hiring manager? Who's this person like? Who else works for this in this company in the same role or a similar role? Can I contact them to ask more? If I get this job, what could be my career opportunities, a likely career path in this company from this job onwards. 
What benefits do they offer? What is their culture like? What are their values like? How do these folks look like? Can I imagine myself working in this company? These kind of things are nearing the sort of the end. When you're making decisions about whether you're going to actually sit down and start typing your uh, 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 CV to this particular opening, there are more sense of urgent questions that they're looking for answers to. If you don't answer them, you know, you're not helping them to make that decision. And if another company is answering those questions, then they're going to prioritize that company's open job and that uh, schedule. By the way, I'm going to write this list of questions on the blog post for this podcast episode so you don't have to try to dot it down or, or remember. Just listen. So uh, you can find the list at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 44. So when a talent is on an active mode to make changes in their career, the information they look for is more of an, like an urgent matter and to solve a career problem. I need a new job, I need a different job, I need a job in general. Does this company have something suitable for me right now? One thing that is important to remember these days is that an average internet user has little need to Google for a business like yours. So unless your business is already on their radar, unless they know about you, unless they've heard about you, they're unlikely to actually find you or pay any attention to you. This is just simply because of the amount of information that, that is being pushed in front of our eyeballs these days on social media, on digital marketing, on internet. It's just plenty to keep us occupied and, you know, enough to get us exhausted. So unless you promote your jobs on the popular job boards online, your vacancies are, are unlikely to be ever even found unless your company is already well known. Now, your company could be well known for your company brand, your consumer brand, or your employer brand. It's just a matter of fact that people know your name and they are visiting your website. Let's talk about a career site that is targeted to passive job seekers. So let me ask you a question. Are you planning to change jobs in the near future? Are you yourself actively looking to make changes in your career, hence reading job posts and applying for job, jobs right now? Because if you're not, you fall into the category of passive job seekers. With so much information and so much content online that are being pushed and shoved on our faces already, Reading job posts and spending time on job boards other than to post your own vacancies is unlikely to be something that you spend time on, am I right? Pushing aside that you might be googling other career sites for professional inspiration in, in this current role of yours, you're not really spending time on other companies' career sites uh, that are targeted to active job seekers because that kind of content, that kind of information is just not relevant to you right now. Uh, and out of all the information that are being pushed on your way, you want to spend your or give your attention to what is interesting and relevant to you right now. And if you're not looking to change jobs, reading career-related content from other companies is not a priority. It's not something you want to spend your time on. But instead, you are likely to pay attention to 
content and messages online that appeal to your other needs and interests. For example, this podcast. If you're listening to or since you're listening to this podcast, this is something that is giving you value, is is educating you, it's informing you, it's inspiring you so so that you can learn and develop your understanding and your skills in your current role or if you're a student or whatever you're doing, you're listening to this because the content that I'm giving you, the information that I'm giving you is relevant to you for whatever reason. I'm not talking to you about the open jobs about my company or at my company because that's not relevant to you probably right now and it is not the purpose of this podcast either. These content that appeal to your other needs and interests, these are of course not only to do with your professional interests. This is also to do with whatever else you enjoy in life, whatever inspires you, what drives you, what falls into the sense of urgency category for you as an individual, uh, whatever is relevant and current in your family, in your private life, whatever is interesting enough for you to pay attention to uh, because it serves a purpose in your life right now. So you will pay attention to other businesses who regularly catch your attention with content and messages online, and offline on social media when they serve a purpose for you. And now I'm not talking like a a missing kind of purpose. I'm talking about a very practical, concrete purpose. You need to know something. You want to entertain yourself. You want to be inspired. You want to learn about something. You want to figure out something. Your attention is caught by a party by a messenger that is able to answer your questions and give you what you're looking for. So a very typical scenario is when you Google for information and inspiration about how you can solve a problem. Let's just for simplistic reasons talk about a problem in your current job. And I'm not talking about a problem as an employee. I'm talking about like a task. Let's say that you're listening to this podcast because you're working with employer branding issues and you've been given goals or expectations and you need to solve problems, how your company is going to succeed in recruitment better. And you're listening to this podcast because this podcast is giving you information and inspiration that you can use towards solving those tasks and those uh, uh, problems in your current job. So let's say your, your career site is going to get redone in the near in the next few months and right now you are in a planning process. You would google for what makes an effective career site or how to optimize your career site or how to plan your career site. You would google inspiring career based examples. You would google how do I create a career page for my website and things like that, right? So Out of these Google search results, you would then start clicking open those links based on what seems interesting and relevant to you. But that's not it yet. So what happens next is how this information is formulated to you on the actual website you go into, the the website behind the link that you clicked on those Google search results. So what happens next is is, uh, this immediate, like a like a sense of your first impression of that website. 
So you're gonna like a feel feel about it for a cup, but only for a couple of seconds. And and these are the things that that are going to maybe you're even on your unconscious mind. Maybe you don't think about it. But what's happening is that you are trying to sense your first impression of this website because you want to. Your brain is trying to make a decision whether you're gonna stay on this website, whether this website is going to give you something valuable. So there's things like that, that are going through your unconscious mind. Is it visually appealing to you? Is the information easy to, to, to browse, easy to read, easy to consume? Do you get the impression that they know a lot about this topic on this website? Do you feel like you can trust the information? Is the information easy to digest? Do they link other relevant content that helps you to learn more? What else is on this website? Does it seem to inspire you? Is it put out in the way that makes you feel like, hey, I'm getting curious. I want to stay on this website. I want to look further. Do they have something you could download, like a PDF or a video to watch or a, a, a cheat sheet or a podcast episode to listen to learn more? If over time you Google, you end up in those search results to websites, and over time you always seem to find inspiring information and helpful tips to your current work-related questions and tasks and development projects on specific company websites on on specific named company you always seem to go back to these specific websites eventually what's going to happen is this you will start to pay attention to this business behind this information you'll start to follow them you start to follow them on socials you start to pay attention to people who work there you um you know, unconsciously or consciously, when you come across people who work in this company, you start to follow them. You become curious. You want to know more about them. Maybe for a long time, you don't even think about it from your like own career development angle. But if they're a local business, there will be a day when you start to make moves about your career. And this local business is going to be on your radar. So if this topic continues to be what you're still interested in uh, a year's time or two years time, whenever you are starting to become an active job seeker, guess which company comes to your mind? It is going to be that business or those businesses that have been able to inspire you, educate you, help you to develop your skills on this topic just through the free content that they provided on their website, on their social media, on their videos, on their podcasts, on their blog. Imagine what they could offer if you worked there. Yes, my friend, this is how you start to work your magic into your passive target talent audiences. How is this information going to be presented on our career site? First of all, I want to emphasize that this type of content is not the content that your business is able to use also for marketing your services and products. This is the type of content your business is going to be able to use also for marketing your services and products. So this is not just an employer branding setup and you do not need to be the person who actually creates this content. 
taking the pressure off there. So in episode 26, I spoke about how HR can take advantage of the company block. This relates to that. In that episode, uh, I just um, handled the topic from the angle of not making any career side changes, but just using the company, the available content on your company blog in your recruitment campaigns or in other social media marketing that are being targeted towards your talent audiences. But when we talk about how to revamp your career site to appeal more to passive job seekers, you need to select information uh, that is not only educational or inspirational or informational, but it's relevant to your target uh, audiences and is presented uh, in a way that gives them an easy access on your career site. So if you keep inspiring your passive job seeker audiences this way, offer them this helpful content to, to, to help them to solve problems in their current work, they will keep returning to your website and to your career side. And, you know, one day they will all become active job seekers and then they're going to remember you. In the most simplest form, this is how it works to appeal to your passive job seeker audiences. But why this is important to be served on your career side is that our entire website is often so full of information and content that is going to be difficult and thus less appealing for that target audience to spend a lot of time browsing anything. So you want to serve it on a silver platter. If you know who your top target talent audiences are, my strongest recommendation is to create an additional career landing pages to directly to their niche. Uh, in this uh, podcast uh, episode blog at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 44, I have a, a screenshot of Facebook designers career page. They, they, they've done this. Uh, you can also Google it, uh, just Google Facebook design careers and you'll find it yourself. This career site is a wonderful example of a highly targeted career site. At the same time, it's servicing both the passive designer job seeker audience, uh, but there's also the open jobs, the, like the listing for the vacancies for the active job seekers. It contains a lot, but not too many helpful tips and resources uh, or inspirational content to, to inform and educate and inspire their ideal designer audiences way before they become an active job seeker. But it services that this less is more logic. It's a great example of what I mean. So do go there, Facebook uh, design careers page, and you can find the direct link at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 44. So there's a difference between how to answer the questions on your career side based on whether your audience is active job seekers or passive job seekers. And most career sites are really nothing but open jobs listings and they don't really answer any other question but is there vacancies, yes or no, and that's it. So you can do a lot more to help. You can expand on your telemarketing opportunities and make sure that your career site responds to your top target audiences. And if passive job seekers are not in your top target audiences, then forget about all this. Just make sure that you answer to those uh, 
active job seeker questions on your recruitment page. But I think most of you listening to this want to get the attention of the passive job seeker as well. And that that calls for different kinds of content, different kinds of messages. So to get started with employer branding, just make sure that your career site impacts, that is able to ask the basic questions that your top target audiences have when they arrive, when they land on your website. Your career site needs to convince, they need to convert those site visitors into your recruitment leads. These could be to your funnel directly as open, you know, open applications, or just in marketing terms, people who become, you know, aware of you and who you pursue with content marketing, and they come back over and over and over again until they are ready to send their application. And by understanding this basic difference between a recruitment site for those active job seekers and a career site for your passive job seekers, you are already a huge leap forward in offering a career site that impacts and is able to convert your site visitors eventually into recruitment leads. Ooh, that's all for this week. This um, theme article to support and expand on this topic can be found on modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 44. Go there and then come back next week to building a modern employer brand podcast. My name is Susanna Rantanen and I teach modern employer branding, marketing and communications to aspiring talent marketing professionals like yourself. Moi moi!